Blind luck. How was your day been, sir? Doing good. Just finished a 16-mile bike ride and sitting down with a protein shake to talk to you guys. Like a boss, man. I'm, I'm loving it. Inspired. I'll be getting after it after this call. Getting my routine going here. Getting getting back to healthy habits. Awesome. So love to hear yeah, that. Yeah, plays right into today's topic, right? It really does. I mean, you, there's a lot that goes into uh, you know setting yourself up for success, no doubt. And we've got a lot of great people here who know exactly what that's all about. So looking forward to getting into that for sure. Uh, Going to give folks a few more minutes to join, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, we've been talking on these spaces week in and week out. And for those that are just now joining and, and maybe haven't seen us every Tuesdays and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll be here and sharing, you know, what we've learned along the way, sharing, you know, success stories as well as failures so that others can learn from them. And uh, really want to talk about success today because I think 2024 could be setting up really nicely for a lot of us here to really have some big wins and key in on some, you know, I guess I would say continued success. Um, what's your focus right now, Blind Luck? Like, do you have something that you're really zeroing in on uh, at the current moment? Yeah, I have two big goals right now uh, for 2024 specifically. Um, I want to ride a thousand miles um, this year on my bike. So I just put 16 in today. So that breaks down to 80 miles a week, a month which is pretty doable if you chunk it up. So, you know, this, this consistency is big there. And then, um, you know, I'm saving up for a beach house. So the beach house fund, I need to get a certain amount of money into that. So uh, just trying to spool up some side revenue so I can start stacking some serious cash to buy my second house. So those are my two big goals for this year. Nice. I dig it. Definitely. So both on the health front and then you said a beach house in particular. Correct. So, nice, man. Yeah, um, I, I like my house in Arizona. I don't really want to sell it, but um, you know, obviously, own two homes, you got to have some additional income. I am retired, so it's a little tricky to, you know, not get sucked back into the work world. But uh, yeah, that beach house sounds pretty sweet, so I'm, I'm working toward that. I was gonna say, so if you're if you're retired and you're looking to add that additional, like, what do you, uh, if you don't mind me pulling the thread a little bit, um, what kind of steps are you taking? Because you're gonna need additional income, you said, to go ahead and make that happen. Yeah. So. You know, once to keep my cost down here in Arizona, you know, not let my lifestyle creep too much. Um, nice. I do have an affiliate marketing business. I pull in about 20 grand a year on that. So that's going to be a big piece of, you know, funding the beach house. Um, and then also my website and stuff, I'm continuing to grow that. Hopefully I can turn a profit on that. We're not quite there yet. But, um, you know, long-term goals to provide value, uh, free of charge to everybody, of course. Um, but get some revenue from, you know, ads and affiliate marketing and stuff indirectly through that. So my, my goal is always to add value to whoever's, uh, visiting my website, but you know, obviously, I want to be compensated for my time. So there's there's ways to do that without hindering the user experience. So I love that. I definitely love that. So we uh, have so many different ways to make money without necessarily charging other folks like tons of money to do it, right? Like, and what you just described, you getting affiliate dollars or um, ad revenue. I mean, I think that's one of the beautiful things of what the you know current day and age opportunities we have is you know I, I for example i'm i'm with uh on sundays you can find me live streaming here on x but also over on youtube with my buddy Kay here and uh, Kay and sean we formed the trading triangle and we're you know building that channel up giving tons of free information every week free trade ideas talking about charts giving people ideas on how to analyze stocks on their own and we're doing this for free because we enjoy it thoroughly. We want other people to be successful. And then 
once we get to a certain following, right? The trading triangle, by the way, go give it a go subscribe and give it a follow if you're listening. And uh, and and once we get to a thousand followers, we get enough uh, hours uh, under watch, and maybe we can make some additional yeah, revenue. Yeah, exactly. That. You know, and I, I love that because you know I've looked into coaching, I've looked into selling courses, and they just you know they don't really sing or um, you know speak to me very well because I don't I don't want to take somebody who is looking to get ahead in life. And suck as much money out of that one person. That to me, that doesn't seem to help them. I'd rather put the information out there free of charge. And if a thousand people look at it and a hundred people are motivated enough to go actually change their life, to me, that's a huge win. I'd rather see those hundred people kick ass and take names than find somebody who is willing to give me money and you know try to get them to come back every week just to get that paycheck, right? You know, kind of like therapy. And that doesn't to me doesn't seem to help them. And I don't like being that guy so that's why i haven't gone that route yeah i've tried it don't get me wrong you know i've gone different paths and i think that's one of the biggest things to uh to really talk about here today is you know if you're gonna go ahead and start your own business if you're gonna start trading um you know and training is a business for you know just to put that out there i I know a lot of folks that uh, i talk to and a lot of people that are um you know gonna follow and maybe be on this space here are, are interested in trading and it's more than a hobby that's a business right and and if you're going to start up a business any venture like this there's a lot of keys to success to really help you out and i think one of the one of the big one of the big things to focus on is not the money not you know how much money you can make right out of the gates or the revenues and, and start trying to charge people like you said um, because there's a million people trying to make money out there if you're bringing value, the money follows. And I know that that's, that's said over and over, but that's really the truth too. That's why you hear it repeated so much. Um, I started this newsletter, for example, a year ago and just crossed 800 subscribers. And I think the last time I mentioned it on the, one of these spaces, I was only at 600. So getting some like nice rapid growth there. And it's all just from, you know, providing, sharing knowledge, wins and losses, and um doing it consistently so you mentioned that blind luck right consistency and i think that is that is a big key to it here um joe i see you join us i know you've got something to say along those lines of of consistency i'm sure but we're getting into you know this success uh, conversation anything you'd like to jump in with hi nate hi team how's it how's everyone going we are good sir oh that's great you yeah, know, it's great. It's really listening, interesting listening to Blind Luck there and um, talking about, um, you know, some of those ideas. And, you know, a little bit similar to, to Blind Luck, um, you know, I'm working a lot on creating um, information products that can help people, um, you know. But I, I've t- um, one of the interesting things, I think, I'll talk a little bit about mentorship maybe just down the track. But, um, yeah, so one of the things I was just thinking about in relation to this space um, tonight um, you know, you've asked, you know, what are the keys to success? So I've thought of two things that I've been able to do. And so just by way of background, I think, um, you know, to the extent that you call it a success, um, two times I've managed to go from, you know, being being almost at zero, you know, very poor to, to being a millionaire uh, two times. And so I think there is a repeatable process there. Um, it's not easy to explain what it is because there are, a lot of moving parts, but two things that I've done that have worked really well for me. Um, one is I try to find an opportunity in a blue ocean. So I really don't like 
getting into you know super competitive industries um i had friends who became lawyers and um you know they worked at corporate law firms and um it, you know quite many of them have not really enjoyed their career and the intense competition and rivalry even within you know their own companies has has been part of that um so i tend to want to go into i like to go into new areas um that's one reason why 20 years ago i got into tech and even though you know in the 1990s and the 2000s it seems like um you know there were a lot of people going into into tech it was expanding so quickly that the opportunity uh just kept growing with it and i really like putting myself into those kind of positions so sometimes people say hey well you got really lucky or you know the timing was good but i think putting yourself into a blue ocean kind of territory uh opens up a lot of opportunity and then the second thing that i do is i i've i've really focused and developed one skill and um the kind of skills that i like to develop are the ones that no one else really likes doing uh so i quite like the ones where you sort of have to roll up your sleeves um maybe get your hands dirty and, and so for me that's been sales and um it's something that um you know on, only one in 15 people are naturally born to be sales people and most of us just just hate it and you know me included i was fearful of 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 learning to sell but no one else wanted to do it and and so i think when i was able to put those two opportunities together a blue ocean i went into tech and online tech and then i i developed my one skill which was something that no one else wanted to do i found myself um having a choice uh being able to choose uh opportunities and and that actually uh i think has really uh led to my success and so you know how that sort of playing out now i think this what we're doing now online i think it's very very early days and i think that we're still in the the very early stages of this and so that i find that really exciting to be in this space again you know in this kind of blue ocean and my sales skill is one thing that i'm uh, able to leverage and i've also been you know adding copywriting to my uh to my to my skill set so that's kind of how i think about um how can i change my situ- situation dramatically how can i make myself successful especially when i'm starting from from zero so yeah that that's a little bit about my my mindset with it yeah i love it this is good stuff so you know finding areas for growth in that that blue ocean territory you're talking about there i think that really speaks to just and and this is another you know maybe cliche term but it's also spot on is the abundance mindset and all my buddy Eric and I talk about it a lot and having abundance mindset just means that understanding that there is a huge number of people out there is if you have value to bring there's an audience that's going to be you know out there willing to to soak it up what do you got blind luck yeah i i have a process that we can talk about later but to jump on to what joe was saying is um that blue ocean or opportunity rich environment uh, i believe it was warren buffett in his uh biography was talking about a um you know a peer that he went to college with and um he was visiting with him and the the guy was in the steel industry and um you know they both went to college they both came from you know successful families and they both went to the workplace and warren buffett we all know was a smashing success and then his buddy um someone he got along with really well was you know very average and they were kind of talking about what well, well, why is that and you know he went to an, an industry that was shrinking in the United States over that time period and um the opportunities just were not there for him to capitalize on so being on the right ship to what you know Joe's point was is extremely important 
Yeah, we've got a lot of great opportunities now. What do you got, Joe? No, I was just going to say that's a, that's a really good um, story, um, Blind Luck. And, and I haven't, you know, um, <laughs> surprisingly, I haven't spent too much time reading um, Warren Buffett, but, I, you know, I, 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 I've read some of his disciples and followers and stuff like that. And, and I think one of the, and um, by the way, it's, it's also how I approach investing as well. I look for companies that have, have those blue ocean opportunities with long runways and, and economy, you know, network economies of scale. I really like those kind of uh, companies to when, when I invest as well. And I think one of the things is um, it, it sounds easy, right? I'll, I'll look for a blue ocean and then, you know, why wouldn't you want to swim in a blue ocean, right? Why would you swim in a red ocean you know, when there's a blue ocean, right? There's always going to be some reason why it's a little bit more difficult, right? And so if it's a new opportunity, then maybe there aren't as many um, proven paths that, you know, to follow or else, um, you know, red oceans, why would people keep doing that? Uh, um, to give you an example, I- I'm always amazed in my own local neighborhood where I see like another plumbing company, um, another tradie kind of creating things, but, you know, they do fine, but I'm kind of interested in, in a, you know, maybe creating a much bigger opportunity, I, I guess. But, um, you know, for them, it's an easy decision, right? Because there are five or six other people doing the same thing. And maybe they know other people who have done well, so they follow that. So I, I guess that Blue Ocean is funny because it sounds easy, um, but often there's usually some reason why, you know, it, it's still a Blue Ocean. And so um, it's got to be a conscious decision. And it's usually not because it's hard to find. Um, but, you know, that, that's my thoughts on that. I think we have a lot of opportunity in front of us. I mean, we're using new tools that weren't even at our fingertips, you know, just a year ago, basically. I'm, I'm actually staring at a screen right now that's utilizing, right, you know, chat GBT to help hone, you know, different writing skills and help me with my newsletter and do all these different things and become more efficient, right? And so I think a big part of this is, you know, not only going where there's growth opportunities, but leveraging those those tools that are at your disposal that are free. And, you know, and then you know, there's ones that are going to cost money, but there's so much free stuff at your at your fingertips. Um, you know, this panel, for example, providing this information on these spaces is an example of it. Be sure to give these guys a follow. I mean, if you want to talk about successful people and people who know how to overachieve. Um, we've got Joe, who's who's made his fortune more than once. He's now on Spaces, generating his, you know, building an audience and uh, doing a whole other, you know, starting like basically another path. And then Blind Luck has retired already. Like you, if you got on early on the space, you heard he's already retired, and now he's looking to add, you know, more to his life. He's got uh, eyes set on a beach house. He's got ways to generate income that are. You know, he's got affiliate dollars coming. He's, we were talking about ways of bringing in money without charging anybody, right? Like just using ad revenue. And I know I saw you posting earlier about getting enough uh, impressions here on X to be able to monetize. And that's huge win as well, right? And so these guys know what it takes. And Kay is like me. I mean, we're both holding it down, full-time jobs, and then also doing this extra stuff on the side because we want more, right? We're, we're trading, we're investing, and we're sharing our knowledge, building our brand. And uh, that all takes, you know, a lot. And so to do that without burning out, you know, and to continue to have success, there's a few keys, right? There are a few things that I've learned along the way, certainly. And, um, you know, one of the biggest uh, biggest points for me has been what I'll, what I'll say 
precision over perfection, right? So what do I mean by that? We we get it this we get excited. Right? You know, you get it, you get an idea, you get rolling with it, you get excited, and then all of a sudden you've got 15 different things you want to tackle at once. You think about, all right, I'm gonna build this brand, I'm going to have a product, I'm gonna sell or add value or you know, coach or whatever it is, right? Um, and you you have 15 different arms. I'm definitely guilty of doing trying to do this where I initially started up having a newsletter and then trying to have a Discord room with that and then being on YouTube and generating videos in addition to being on X and Spaces. And it was just too much, right? And I found that I was burning out quickly, not getting anything done very well. And so how do I how do I adjust and pivot there and get to this point where I, like, I'm energized. Like, I get on these. I look forward to these Spaces every Tuesday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. I look forward to coming up with ideas with these guys to talk about and share with you. And all of that comes from really honing in on what it is that not only what I want to do and what what value I can bring, but what I enjoy, what aspects of it I thoroughly enjoy and zeroing on that. So, and and just really honing in on that. So no discord room, right? That's not something that, you know, I was enjoying doing. It was a labor and it was creating like this whole other job that like the whole point of this is to not have a whole other job. So one thing, Joe, I think you said before, and it really resonated with me is, I don't like being told what to do and when to do it. Like I just, that's why I'm motivated to do extra and to get out of the nine to five grind as quickly as possible is I like to make those decisions on my own. And so a discord room for me was not allowing it was the exact opposite. So focusing on what I like, I I literally sat back and thought um, and took time and really, you know, picked apart all the things I was trying to do and, and, you know, trying to to generate and realize like i really enjoy you know and aside from trading because i thoroughly enjoy trading and this is what i'm focused on but as far as you know everything else writing i really enjoy writing and i think it comes across in my newsletter and it comes across in my writing i pinned it to the top by the way if you guys are interested uh, check out a trader's education and the whole you know the whole thing with the writing is like it just comes naturally to me. It flows right on my fingers. I feel like I can share exactly what's in my head, where if I'm talking, sometimes I stammer, or I lose my train of thought, and I, I tend to go on and on. And so I really enjoy the not only the writing, but then the communication I get back and from you know the readers. And then the, I see the growth. And that's where that whole abundance mindset really can lock in for you. I'd be curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this, but as soon as I started getting feedback, like, hey, Nate, this is, I really like how you do this, or you explain this better than, you know, anybody else has, and I, and I now understand this, or, you know, you start seeing people sharing, and actually, like, hey, check out this newsletter, right? When I got to that point, you start to realize, like, oh, there's, there's a reason I'm, I'm focused in on this, and it's because I enjoy it, and that enjoyment comes through, and that resonates, and then, you see that, that that you're not just one of a million voices. You're unique and people want to hear from you. So, yeah, Blind Luck, what do you think about that? Yeah, two things that both Joe and Nate, you kind of brought up, and I want to kind of smash the two together is, um, Nate, you described what I like to call shiny object syndrome. Is you know, if you ever had a boss, it's like every week it's a different goal. Like, oh, we should do this or, oh, we should do that. And, you know, I call that shiny object syndrome. It's kind of like a crow just like randomly flying around the parking lot looking for scraps of food or the shiny, you know, thing that fell off the car. And um, that gets you nowhere. You just end up right back where you started. So um, we talked about in a previous space, the rule of three. 
finding those three things that you feel that you can truly excel at. And then you specialize in those three things. Kind of like what Joe was saying is find what you're good at and passionate about and really deep dive those two or three things and be so good at them that no one else can really touch you. And um, that's, what's cool about the rule of three is you can devote the time to the things you truly enjoy. Like what Nate was saying with this newsletter and doing the spaces and, you know, those couple things that, you know, he truly feels, you know, make him, you know, I don't want to say complete, but just um, the things he actually enjoys doing and, and consi- consistently stay after um, versus trying to do everything just half-assed. That's exactly right. Yeah, Kay, what do you think? I think um, this, first of all, I'm learning a lot from you guys, right? Just hearing this and, you know, a lot of thoughts came out. I think um, for anybody and I think for everybody, I think the first step is define what success means to you. Now, you can you can sit in a room and figure it out or you can actually do something and then figure it out as you go along. So the, these are different ways you can do, right? Um, I also believe that I think surrounding, once you figure out what success really means to you, because success, I think in, in life, there are different aspects of life, right? You have a financial aspect, you have a health aspect, you have a family aspect, you have friends aspect, your work craft aspect, giving back to community aspect. Right? So it depends on really what stirs you, right? So you can be successful. And then eventually surrounding yourself with those individuals, um, people who are actually successful in that field. So just coming on these spaces, listening to you guys, right? You know, I'm learning a lot. Whether I speak or not doesn't matter. I still learn a lot from you guys, just listening to you. And I think this, the 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 audience as well as probably learning a lot. So I think surrounding yourself, really defining success for yourself is, I guess, the starting point or the starting point. And then you move ahead and you build upon it. And one last thing I would say that um, you really have to hone in once you figure it out. There is no substitute of hard work. You know, we use this word, you know, use smart, you be smart, you know, smart work over hard work. But hard work, pays off there is no other substitute you have to put in the time hour no matter what skill you are learning whether it's trading your personal work business do whatever you gotta put the time in i agree and then there's some magic that you can make happen this is where this is where it gets interesting to me this is great points Kay. and uh and and by the way you know i've seen Kay put in some serious work here if you check out his youtube channel and I've seen your growth here on X. I know you're just getting going, but I've seen it. And uh, putting in the work is exactly why. And then there's the magic that comes in here, right? There's this creativity that you can add to your hard work. And that's where I think maybe many people fall down. And the creativity comes in with, you know, taking your talents and offering them to other people. So if you see other you know, groups that are doing well and they're doing something similar to what you're doing, get involved, right? Get looped in. And the way, the best way to do that is to add value, offer value. So, um, you know, one of the things that I mention often is I write for Wolf Financial. I've been looped in with Wolf now. And the way that all happened was just talking to him about what his needs were with what he's got going on. He's, he's you know, the top you know, spaces host on this platform, you will not find anybody who does a better job or hosts more hours. And so he didn't need any help in that realm, right? But I thought, hey, if I could add to what was already a fantastic newsletter by adding just another perspective and 
um, another bit of consistency to his newsletter, then you know maybe that'd be something that he would appreciate. And sure enough, that's some, that's exactly what we've locked in, right? Every Sunday now I write for Wolf Financial, and it, it's worked out really well. Um, I, I you know support his spaces and he supports mine, and um, it's a good thing. And Wolf doesn't have to spend any time you know bothering with me. He's got a huge thing going. And the only reason I, you know, I think that not the only reason, I mean, he's just a good guy. So, you know, shout out there. But like one of the reasons that really made it work was I showed that I'm not just here to try to, you know, get what I can. I'm here to be a part of something bigger, be a part of a community, you know, help others. And, you know, through that build, you know, lasting, meaningful relationships in this thing that will help continue to just, you know, snowball the success once it gets rolling. And uh, a lot of these guys that I'm, uh, you know, I'm on this space with today, uh, we all met, you know, several, several months, almost a year ago, I think about a year ago, and had no idea what we're doing. And we've been sharing a lot of these experiences and, and, and just totally uh, selfish, selflessly, I should say, not selfishly, selflessly. And through that, we built, you know, additional relationships. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that continuously connect with and grow with. And it's all just because of this whole, you know, reaching out and being selfless with the knowledge we have and sharing it. And then others kind of reciprocate and then this creates this whole abundance of knowledge. Right. So that's what we're kind of doing on these spaces too. Hopefully that's, that's what's coming through. And I, I think that's enough rambling for me, Joe, what do you think about, this idea of, you know, I guess precision is what I'm getting at, focusing in on 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 your craft and not getting distracted. I mean, we've talked about it, and I know we've got a ton of ideas we throw around. How do you stay focused? Uh, that's a great question. And, and by the way, really enjoying the comments um, earlier, and I'll, I'll kind of come back around a little bit to some of the things that Kay was talking about as well. But, yeah, I mean, the, the answer – that I have to that question goes back a little bit. Um, you mentioned before about schedule and following someone else's schedule. And um, I think one of the challenges is when you do go to do your own thing, um, you know, you ask people what they want and they say, look, I, I need more time and I, I want to be able to, you know, develop my ideas and I want time to think, right? When actually, you know, every business um, uh, needs to have an element of grind, right? You have to, you know, so you, you have to create your own schedule and your own, um, work, you know, Kay mentioned um, hard work. And so um, as an example, um, what I found is um, I, I have too many ideas, probably like a little bit of that shiny object syndrome that Blind Luck was talking about. Um, and what I've got to do is I've got to convert those into something. There's got to be an output and there's got to be production. So something that's worked really well for me lately, um, you know, I just use a tool and I have, um, you know, for my writing and I have an, I have um, an idea status, and then I have a draft status, and then I have, you know, editing, and I just and I move them. And so when I wake up in the morning, I know that I've got to move three of these from, you know, idea or draft status into editing and then publish. Um, and so in a way, I've kind of, it's taken me quite a number of months to kind of work this out, but um, I do need to create my own um, kind of grind and and for me that that has been um you know i've got to produce enough content to let people know what i'm doing um so that that's a little bit of you know uh, uh, for me it's definitely about finding a process and i'm definitely one of those people that um you know uh, i maybe spend too much time finding that right that perfect tool to organize myself 
when just doing it would be the faster way to do it. So, you know, that I struggle with it probably as much as anyone. Um, but in the end, you know, I think creating your own grind and process is is key. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, mate. No, it's good. It's good. And and I'm with you, man. And it can almost be fun trying to figure out all those tools you can use and different things you can go and bark on. And it distracts from, you know, staying focused at times. But yeah, what were you going to, did you say you had additional comments on what Kay was coming? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to go back to something that Kay was talking about. And I really like the idea of, you know, what, what do you define as success, right? And I think ultimately it, it's sort of one of those core questions that we're all asking. And, you know, if we're online and we're on X and we're kind of, you know, a lot of us want to, you know, how can we make our lives more successful, right? And what does it mean? Um, so one of the things I found um, just, uh, you know, through experience was that I was kind of equating success with material things when I was younger. And maybe that's a natural um Maybe that's a natural phase we go through. And as I've got older, I've just found like I just want fewer and I just want fewer and fewer things. I don't, um, you know, the the material aspects. And so, in a way, like money is is odd because you know you um, you want to be successful, so you make more money, but then you spend more money, and you need to earn more money, and you can kind of get into a cycle. So um, I, I definitely um, had that phase where I, I just was uh, working and doing things that I didn't really enjoy. Um, to make money, and then I was spending it, um, you know, not wisely. So, so that's something that I found doesn't work for me. Is is kind of material things. I, I like to keep, you know, very. I like throwing things out, and I like just reducing and reducing the clutter. Um, uh, but what I found um, over the last, say, like twenty years, and in, in this sort of journey that I've been on, is the thing that I really value is being independent, and. What that means to me is that I get to choose and what I'm, you know, my, I, I'm ambitious. I, I want to create something that's great, but being independent is actually what matters to me. And I, and I created a brand called Independent You for people who also want to, you know, ha, ha, who share the same aspirations as I do. But, um, you know, we just mentioned a little bit about coaching and consulting at the start. And um, I, I've done a you know, fair bit of consulting and I still do uh, today. You know, I have some marketing assignments and things like that. And it's really interesting because when you're actually, say, for example, coaching or consulting, um, although it's your business, you're actually not completely independent. It's really hard to tell a consulting client what they should do. Um, they're paying you money. And even though you're the expert, they tend to not do what you, <laughs> what you tell them to do. Um, I don't know if you guys have experienced this. Um, and so just sort of going back to something that Blind Luck was talking about at the start and, and something that I'm working on is, I would like to create a great product that helps a lot of people um, that, you know, doesn't necessarily cost a lot for them to buy. But, um, you know, I, I feel like that would, there's an element of independence with that of just, you know, creating something. And so I guess that that kind of um, creation, creative um, drive that I have and the independence of choosing, you know, I like the, the challenge, the, um, strategic challenge and the intellectual challenge of finding that, you know, that's exciting for me. Um, and, you know, so that's one of the things, um, one of the reasons why I find it hard to go into a company where I'm kind of doing things, which I think are for the wrong reason. Um, and, and I find myself, you know, following tasks that people are setting and I don't feel like it's the right direction. And so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a sort of, I posted recently that it doesn't matter how hard entrepreneurship gets, uh, for me, it's a lot easier than, than going to a nine to five and having someone telling me what to do. Um, so I guess, yeah, that, that's 
uh, a long way of uh, answering your question there. Well, I'll tell you, he, he, you're talking about something that hits home for me. And, and this is, you know, all part of wanting to be successful and having that drive is you got to know what's motivating you. And for me, it's, it's similar to what you're talking about there, which is not answering to anybody, setting my own schedule. And, and yeah, like, I don't like to be told what to do. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. It sounds almost juvenile, but that's just the facts, right? And I'm sure there's many of you who feel the same way. And, you know, to get there, you have to create your own success and be able to, to find ways to not be dependent on others, right? So along those lines, I, I, I have one more thing I want to get to here, and I think it's the key to really, to really getting over the hump and getting to that next level. And what's tricky about that is uh, it's, it's really hard. So before I get to it, blind luck, what do you got? Yeah, uh, you can finish your thing there. I have kind of a long piece I want to throw at you guys, but go ahead and finish up what you wanted to say. Okay, all right, cool, I'll do that. All right, so so this is this is the thing that I think people really need to pay attention to. When you, when you want to go off and do your own thing, you're going to hit points where you do really well and, you know, you're, you're achieving the success that you think you're on this path and there's nothing that can stop you. And then you might hit a little bit of a roadblock or you might get some feedback and that you don't necessarily like. And I will tell you, the, the hardest thing sometimes is to take feedback and really, really grow from it. And you want to listen to feedback. You don't want to just go out there and blindly, you know, throw caution to the wind and like, hey, I'm going to create all this stuff. You guys need it. I know what's best for you. And, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to force this out there and, and make this success happen. That's not how it works, right? Success comes from uh, give and take and taking feedback and listening to others, even if you don't like it, take a minute to internalize it. Sometimes you won't agree. I'm not saying that everything you have to follow, every piece of advice you're giving you, you have to follow. But think about who's telling it to you and why they're giving you that information. I mean, is there any reason for them to derail you? Are they coming from a place of experience and, and they're giving you some some personal knowledge that they've already learned the hard way? Like take that stuff and really uh, understand, you know, what understand the angle people are coming from and understand what might help you because that is where you're going to make the next step up. That's where you're going to level up is where, you know, you find out, okay, I'm missing the mark slightly here. You make some adjustments, you test it out, you see if other people, you know, it resonates. And if it does, then, you know, you're onto something. And that's exactly, you know, what I've done recently. And that's what you see big successful leaders do. We just had Tesla report earnings today, right? Tesla did not have the best earnings report, but you know that company's done well. You know the stock's done well, and you can just look at the the scoreboard to see that, right? And that's not because Elon is like everybody knows that he's he's you know a very successful person and he does things his own way, but there's a bit of a misperception that he just does whatever he wants and you know head down blinders on that you know that couldn't be further from the truth. He's paying attention to everything. He's adapting cons- constantly. The The company has adapted throughout its lifetime to get to the point where now it's the leader in the industry, right? And so that all comes from taking feedback, adapting, growing, and, you know, pivoting when you need to pivot. And I'm telling you, like, if, you, if you're stubborn and you just say, hey, I know I've got this figured out and people just need to get on board, it's going to be a long, hard road. Like, 
forcing people on board is not the way to go. It's working with everybody to, to make sure everybody's aligned. And then you're generating that value that makes everybody want to come on board with you and say, yeah, Nate's got this figured out. He's got this work from home trading thing figured out to where he's not stressed out. He's also got enough time to do all these spaces. So, you know, let's go talk to him. He's he's sharing ideas and uh, he's trading and he's sharing his losses as along with his wins and giving some transparency. Like, why wouldn't you want to go check that out? Right. That's that's the idea. And that's the kind of atmosphere that you generate when you are willing to learn and adapt as you as you're growing. So, yeah. What do you think, Kay? I see your hand up there. Just a quick point to add to what you said. I think I agree with everything you said. I just I'll say this one thing. Um, I think when we are on our path to success, right? When we are trying to work towards a goal, I think just assuming that you would not run into roadblocks is just not going to happen. Like this is life. You are going to get roadblocks, and you'll probably have to step back, rethink, and then move forward. Um, it, we are not driving on autobahn that there is no speed bumps, right? Life is ups and downs. You know, I can give you a simple example, right? Let's say if you work out, right? You know, you have a very good routine going on. You've been hitting the gym or doing whatever kind of fitness exercise you do. And then you fall sick and you're out of commission for a couple of weeks on. You have to go back. You you do feel like you have to restart again because you, you're just not the same. You lost. You haven't lost everything, but there was um, there was a break in your habit and the same thing happens with success or anything that you do in life even at work like you're looking to let's say you do a nine to five you're trying to get that promotion right comes the performance review time you know your boss is not happy or gives you uh, an average rating which most companies do by the way um you end up feeling depressed about it but that's that's the point right i mean success and failure right they are part of the same you know plane right it's the same the two sides of the different coin you will hit roadblocks. So I think assume keeping that in mind and when something comes to you, it's actually leveling you up for the next stage without getting that problem to you. If you don't know how to solve that problem, you will, you're not there to play in the next league. It's just like if you're playing a game, right? You got to beat the boss of that stage to clear to the next stage. That's how I look at it. Yeah, if you can gamify it, all the better. I mean, that, we're all, at least the, the folks in my my range, age range, that's how you do everything, gamify it. All right, Blind Luck, I want to hear what you got to say here. Yeah, I, I got kind of a, a spiel here, so bear with me and jump in as needed. Um, I've been kind of taking notes as we go through here. I love it. Um, so I have a, a process for success. So I have a natural like, formula, if you will, that I apply to all big goals. And um, I think you guys have touched on a lot of the steps here independently, but I wanted to kind of just summarize what that process looks like for all the uh, listeners here so they can kind of see what the entire start to finish looks like. So I'm just going to use an analogy of working out just because we all have bodies. We all have experience trying to get fit. I think that's very relatable for most people. Um, so I'm just going to use working out as an analogy. You can apply this to any goal. So the first thing is you need to be clear on what your goals are. You know, for working out, do you want to be a power lifter? Do you want to be a bodybuilder? Do you want to be a marathon runner? There are many different definitions for success. And I think um, it was Joe earlier was talking about what's important to you and making sure your goals, not somebody else's goals. 
Um, when you go to work, for example, you're working on somebody else's goal. The business owner has priorities and you're working on their goals. And I think that's what many people find frustrating about work because it's not, you know, their personal goals, someone else's goals. So um, that's step one is clearly define the goals that you want. Let's say it's powerlifting, for example. Um, the second step is build a plan. So, you know, obviously, you know, the goal is the five to 10 year end result that you want, you know, maybe a nationally ranked powerlifter. It's not going to happen overnight. You need to figure out the steps, the intermediate steps that you need to take to, to get there. And that's getting to the gym, doing nutrition, sleeping better. You know, what are the little things you need to do day to day and show up every week to uh, make those small incremental steps to get closer to that goal? Um, this plan should have uh, milestones where, you know, every month or every uh, six months you check in and um, see how your progress is going. Are you lifting more weight? Are you running faster? Um, you know, you may not be quite to where you want to be yet, but you're making improvements and you're iteratively getting closer and closer to that end result. Number three is learning to say no. And that gets back to the rule three we were talking about earlier. Um, it's very easy to say, oh, I want to be a powerlifter or a marathon runner. And then your, your friends are like, hey, I want to go party this weekend. Let's go have fun. Or um, your boss wants you to work an extra you know, day on the weekend to you know, make his goals a priority. And you need to learn to say no and make time for what's important to you. So uh, that's step number three is learning to say no and truly prioritizing what's important to you. It's very easy to let shiny object syndrome set in. It's very easy to let other people's priorities cut into your time. Your time is your most valuable asset. Protect it like a hawk protecting you know, its kill. Number four is have a strong why. It's very easy to get excited about something and then you burn out. You lose that motivation. So, you know, a lot of people, they look at people like Elon Musk or they look at people like, you know, Jeff Bezos. They're like, oh, I want that. I want to be the richest person in the world. But they don't really have a strong why. It's just, oh, that'd be cool, right? They, they, you need to truly find something that's important to you. Um, maybe it's looking good and you want to be a bodybuilder. Maybe it's being a great parent. Whatever that strong why is, that's what's going to propel you to success. If you don't have that strong why, you're not going after the wrong, the correct goal. So, you know, if you're, if you're not feeling that energy to get out of bed early, you're not feeling that uh, motivation to stay up late and, and grind away, like Joe said, on the hard things that are required to get to that level of success, you're, you're maybe chasing the wrong goal and you need to reevaluate. The next thing is um, surround yourself with quality people. Um, I think all three of the speakers up here have mentioned this in one form or another is um, you're not going to know everything. You're going to need some mentors and you're going to need some people who are on the same page as you. So working out is a great example because, you know, if your friends are all people who want to drink on the weekends or smoke weed or um, are going to belittle you for waking up early, you know, oh, you should have slept in. Why did you go work out? You know, that's lame. Those aren't the right people. You need to surround yourself with quality people that have either been where you want to be or want to be where you want to go. Um, and so, you know, surrounding yourself with quality people just creates that network that you can lean on, bounce ideas off of, learn from. It's, it's very important to surround yourself with quality people. Uh, six is consistency. And that's that's just executing the plan, which was step two, essentially. And consistency comes in a lot of ways. That's uh, you maybe scheduling it into your day-to-day uh, -day activities, um, you know, having a weekly meeting with one of those quality people who can kind of help push you in the correct direction. Uh, maybe a monthly check-in on your uh, milestone goals just to make sure you slowly but surely making incremental improvements. So consistency is huge. And um, something I'll add to consistency is we make time for what's important. So a lot of people, they may say, oh, I don't have time to work out. Yes, you do. You're just not making it a priority. There might be something else in your life that's less important that's crowding that time out. 
So um, consistency is a big one. You're really going to have to schedule into you. You're busy. We, we are all busy. You know, that's not, you know, an exception. Elon Musk did not get successful because he wasn't busy. The guy is insanely busy, but he makes time for what's important. So consistency is huge. And that comes from step number two, which is building a plan. And step number five, which is surrounding yourself with quality people. So a workout partner is a great example. You uh, hold each other accountable. You're going to the gym together. You're, you know, consistent. So that's, that's huge. Number seven is the justice needed. So Joe had a really good point here. So um, we, we will encounter roadblocks. We don't always know uh, what that next step is until we're about ready to take it. So uh, on those monthly check-ins, when you're checking into your plan, you may need to adjust the course. You may you know, realize you missed a step like, oh, well, I want to be a power lifter and I know nothing about nutrition. I need to go learn more about that. Or, um, you know, this gym doesn't have the equipment I need to go to the next level. I need to go find that, that correct location to do my training. Or uh, maybe you want to be a professional athlete. I need to go find that football field that's got the, the quality people on the field that can push me to be my best self. Um, so as you go through any long-term goal, you're going to find things you didn't know about, and that's part of the growing process, and you're going to have to adjust course. So it's kind of like driving a boat. You pick a spot on the shore, which is your goal, and as the currents of life push you side to side, you're going to have to make adjustments to keep the front of the boat pointed to where you want to go. Um, so don't be afraid to adjust course if the, the path you're taking doesn't look quite like you expected. That's very normal. And then number eight, the final step that I have on my list here, um, it is more of a cycle, not a list. We, we kind of, you know, kind of cycle through these as we evaluate and adjust and all that. But number eight, start. I mean, I cannot tell you how many people I have met who say, I want to run a marathon. I want to be a powerlifter or whatever. And they never start. They say, oh, I'll run the marathon when I'm a good runner or I'll do powerlifting when I'm stronger. And the fact is, that's how you get stronger. That's how you become a better runner is you start doing the little things and improving. And um, if you say, I'm not going to run that marathon until I'm a good runner, you, you will never run a marathon because you never started. Um, so that's, that probably should be number one on this list is you have to start. Even if you don't know what you're doing, um, maybe you want to start a YouTube channel. Maybe you want to start a new job. Maybe you want to learn, you know, go to school to learn something new. Um, you have to start. You're going to not know everything. That's okay. That's part of the process of success. I love it. That was a fantastic rundown. I love all, all eight of those. Joe, what do you got? What are your thoughts on that? Well, that's amazing, Blind Luck. Um, I've been taking notes, and so um, I, I think I'm going to listen to the recording and, and write that down. You should definitely put that into a postman. It was great. Um, I want to maybe just suggest, if I could, um, uh, one, one further step that you could kind of insert into, into your lineup there. And I think it comes between the purpose and the plan. And um, this is where I, I really like to think about and talk about strategy. And what I, when I think of strategy, I think it's a really good idea. So, you, you know, you mentioned a purpose and then you talked about the steps of planning. And I think in between that is to, um, to create a thesis, like uh, I, what would happen if I were to do this, you know? And so let's take your fitness um, example, right? So, you've got a purpose, right, that you want to get fitter, right? And then I think you want to create a thesis there. So, for example, if I'm fitter, um, I'm going to be healthier and I'll have more energy. Um, I'm going to be more attractive. 
And even though we might not want to admit it, being more attractive is, is a big driver for a lot of us, right? For most of us, if not everyone, right? I want to be more attractive. That's um, going to help me find the right partner. And I, I'm, I'm going to make more money if I'm, if I'm attractive. So I kind of, you know, so my thesis is um, if I were to do this, that would put me into a, a great position, a different one than I am today. And so I'm going to do that. And so um, let me give you an example of that in, in business, right? And I'll just use my own current strategy um, as an example. And so, um, you know, I'm, I've been watching uh, for, for 20 years now this move to online and I've been watching, um, you know, this, this growth of the creator economy over the last, you know, five or six years. Um, so we had, you know, financially independent retire early, the FIRE movement. And then I, I started to notice, you know, it was, this work from home really sprung up when during COVID. And that turned into, you know, quiet quitting and all of these kind of things. So what I'm seeing is hundreds of millions of people, well, hundreds of, you know, millions of people and tens of millions of people at least that are rethinking their lives and wanting to do something, create their own business, start online. And I really think of this as like a gold rush, right? So my thesis is that um, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of those people are going to find themselves online, creating a business and a service, and then suddenly they need to know how to sell. And I know how to sell. So um, my thesis is if I can create my, my brand and my account, create my products, and then talk to the people that are going through this, you know, find themselves suddenly having to sell and it's unfamiliar territory, it's kind of scary. And I can help them go from being fearful to confident. So this is sort of, you know, my strategy. And I think that, that this doing this step before you start planning really helps you a lot. I think people sometimes go into the planning phase, right? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an X account and I, or I'm gonna do YouTube and I'm gonna start making videos on this topic, but they haven't done that, that prior work on the thesis. And so, yeah, the, the step that I would like to maybe add into your eight, <laughs> if we can make it nine, would be that strategy, that hypothesis phase. Um, it's something that, that's really worked for me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you got to really see how the whole system comes together. It's not just looking at one step. What's your thesis for, you know, point A through point, you know, W, and how do they all connect together? And, you know, that thesis may change over time, too, as you become an expert in your niche. Um, and that's okay. But having a thesis of how it's going to all come together is really important. That's an excellent point. Thank you. Great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Okay, what do you think? I think it's amazing, and I think I'll add one last, and maybe you can add uh, that as well, Brian. Like, is is don't give up on it, right? That is the bottom line. If you give up on it, then everything is wasted. Yeah, it's All really right. easy to hit those marks too, like the six month mark. Did you find that, Kay? Six months is like real tough. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean I've yeah. been on my YouTube journey. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you're not beaten until you quit. You know, if you never give up, exactly. it doesn't matter if you're 25% as effective as someone else. If you don't ever quit, you will eventually get there. Um, you know, exactly. you, could, yeah. you can walk a marathon. It doesn't matter if your time sucks. You still did a marathon. So, um, no, 100%. I totally skipped that in my list there. It's just the tenacity to keep going, even if it's going slower than you want, even if it's harder than you thought. Just keep going. You will get there. You can literally walk a marathon. And have finished a marathon. You know, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Just stick to it. Absolutely. And things do turn around at some point in time. 
Yeah, great stuff. Hard work, right? You got to put in the hours. You got there's, there's a grind element to it, but I think that you know one one of the things I've taken away from this discussion, another great discussion, you guys, like week in and week out. These are always great. Uh, be sure you give the panel a follow if you haven't already. Kay and Joe and Blind Luck, just great stuff. Wolf, of course, top uh, spaces host in, in the business, and uh, we try to do this every Tuesday, Wednesday evening, eight p.m. Eastern, and Big thing I took away this week, you know, is not only, you know, all this this great formula, Blind Luck, you really laid that out nicely with just the everything from having clear goals, building a plan, understanding when to say no, like that is huge, right? And all the way through to just the consistency and surrounding yourself with quality people. So, you know, the, the big thing I take it away is having a group like this to hash this stuff out you know, share ideas and bounce things around, you'll get a lot further, a lot faster. And then having the the open-mindedness like we were talking about before to adapt, right? To take that feedback and learn and grow from it. Um, listening to yourself as well, right? Adapting to what you're enjoying. You know, you're going to jump in and do a bunch of uh, different things all at once. We'll figure out what it is you're enjoying and hone in on that and watch, you know, watch the growth take off. Your success will come if you're able to continue to be you know, consistent and put in those hours. So I think the, the big thing to do is set a system up, set up processes to where, you know, you're not burning yourself out. You're enjoying what you're doing and you're able to be consistent and able to get to that, those hours, you know, the threshold that you need. Um, I'm telling you, I felt like I was writing into the abyss just a year ago with all of a dozen people subscribed to the newsletter I've done nothing fancy, you know, nothing that anybody else can do. I'm just trying to be consistent and add value. And, you know, like I said, crossed 800 subscribers uh, just recently on our way to a thousand, no doubt about it. And, um, you know, these guys are doing similar things here. You know, Blind Lux retired early and is building, you know, numerous income streams from what I can tell. And, uh, yeah, this all comes from the same kind of foundation. Of building success with the right mindset and the and the right plans and having the right formula. What would you add, Blind Luck, before we wrap this one up? Yeah, Nate. I mean, you described it perfectly. Is putting the reps in. You know, just like if you go on and get stronger in the gym, you got to show up, get those sets in, put those reps in, and you just get a little bit better every step of the way. It's true, and it gets addicting, just like going to the gym. What would you add, Joe? No, I just wanted to, um, you know, I really enjoyed when you were talking about riding into the abyss and I, I was I was kind of there online with you a year ago and what I really like is the humor that you approached with it. You you uh, you never lost your, you never lost your humor and that was, that was, it was good fun going through those phases with you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You got to have a good time of it, right? We're only here once, put on this planet once and so even when it's a grind, you got to find ways to make you know, have fun of it, have fun with it, make fun of the, the times you're going through. And that's why having a great group like this is, is so instrumental. Like, Joe, those times when we're laughing at these things, like, it really is a part of uh, all the building blocks, right? And it goes into all of this. And, you know, in a year from now, who knows what kind of spaces we'll be hosting and what kind of, you know, next level we'll be on. But that's, you know, we're all here for it and uh, maintaining this kind of positive attitude and you know, continue to plug away. I think the the thing that I've learned is, you know, it, it never changes. It's always a challenge. It's always, um, you know, you're always 
striving. But um, I think once you just realize that that's normal and that's, there's not something wrong, uh, it starts, you know, it starts becoming easier to enjoy, right? Well said. Well said. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. This has been another great space. Um, again, be sure to follow everybody on the panel here. Thanks for tuning in. And if you missed some of it in the beginning, um, I do have the newsletter pinned at the top. I have these recordings dropping in the following morning, so you can check it out there at your leisure. Have it delivered to your inbox. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday and Wednesday delivering more knowledge, more wealth-building ideas and ways to get you know, on the map to success in 2024. So be sure to tune in, and we'll catch you next time. Joe, blind luck. Kay, thanks for tuning in and for all your contributions. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take care, guys. Thanks for hosting. You betcha.